Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 109 on a Saturday. Twins and Orioles in a double header coming up. Our pregame show at 2.30. First pitch of game one at three ten. Jose Barrios will be on the mound. Weather looks good in Baltimore today for the... Uh, Traditional doubleheader. We'll call it a twi-nighter uh, starting at 4 o'clock Baltimore time, 3 o'clock our time. Our Twins coverage you could start it at 1.30. But we wanted to sneak in a little tech talk. Doug Swinhart joining us today. Doug's on the phone. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful, Steve and yourself. We're going to get 70-degree weather today. Yeah, and we deserve it for sure. By the way, we want to get folks on the phone lines right now, 651-989-9226. at 651-989-9226, or you can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug's in till the bottom of the hour. We'll start our Twins coverage on this Saturday afternoon here on CCO. Doug, one of the things we talk about regularly on the program is uh, making sure you have your data backed up. I've been playing around a little bit more uh, with Google Drive this week, and I decided to take the leap and buy a little bit more storage space so I can kind of move photos and docs from other email accounts and from computers over to it. What a bargain. I think it's like two bucks a month to get a significant amount of storage. Yeah, it's probably the best deal in in cloud storage available. Uh, I I just I can't say enough good things about Google Drive. I just can't. Yeah, and uh, once again, uh, take your time. And uh, backing up material to Google Drive is relatively easy if you learn uh, how you move from folder to folder and having things organized on your computer so you can back it up on Google Drive is really mandatory. So it will take a little time, but once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you know, computer pathing and understanding where your data is and how to do a copy and a paste or a, or a or a cut and paste really is a vital function of running any kind of computer, regardless of your operating system. With Google Drive, they actually make it pretty easy because you can open up your Windows Explorer, go to your docs or your music or whatever you want to move over on the left side of your screen, open up a web browser, go to your Google Drive, and just shade and drag and drop. It really is that simple. Yeah. So uh, hard to beat, hard to beat, but uh, I know it's a nice day, but uh, the next maybe rainy day or this evening or you get a little spare time, back up that data, uh, however you do it, whether it's Google Drive or if it's some sort of uh, external hard drive or a paid service where they'll back up your data like Mosey or Carbonite or the others. It is a, a friendly reminder here on Tech Talk. By the way, dug in till the bottom of the hour and an update on the weather, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226, or you can text 81807. Let's bring in Robin in Bloomington. Robin, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. 
Hi. Um, I'm wondering, um, I'm using Firefox Quantum, and I'd like to know if I should use the Malware Bytes extension for that. Um, I think you should, yes. Um, Firefox, if, we always say that we don't want to be putting a bunch of extensions in our browsers because we don't want them slowing down. But when it comes to security and antivirus and, and anti-malware, and if it's a company that you are absolutely certain that you're using, that you trust it explicitly, you should certainly, certainly add that extension. I would highly recommend that. All right, very good. Good call to get us going here on Tech Talk. By the way, 81807 is a good way to go. 81807 is the text line here on CCO. Um, Doug, have you worked with Hyper-V or Hyper-5 in Windows 10 Pro? Do you know what that is? You know, this is really interesting. This this Hyper-V technology, uh, nearly every one of the websites that talk about optimizing Windows 10 actually shuts it off. So I haven't worked a whole lot with it. Um, I do know that it, it coordinates if you've got work folders and you're working with a group that's using a lot of the um, uh, 360, Office 360, that might be an issue. But um, i got to be honest to tell you, my experience with this is somewhat limited. All right, Doug, let's uh, get into uh, virus protection if you have a Windows computer. This is another one that comes up regularly. We should uh, hit this as well because we haven't been on a lot lately uh, with, with Twins games. But uh, virus protection for Windows 7, Windows 8, what should people be doing? Well, I, you know, I'm real, real biased towards malware bites, and that's because of the reputation of the company. Uh, and something we haven't talked about for a while that's made a huge comeback is uh, SaferNetworking.org, the people who did uh, SpyBot Search and Destroy. Well, SpyBot Search and Destroy now, still you can get it for free, but you can also step up to the premium version for like 15 or $20 a year, and that adds virus to that as well. Uh, I think that would be very, very, very much of value for a Windows 7 or 8 or even 10 machine for that matter. Uh, but Malwarebytes and SpyBot Search and Destroy would probably be my first top two choices. Okay, and then uh, for Windows 10, though, Windows Defender still plenty? I think you're going to be okay with that. Um, they seem to be holding off everything at base uh, to a real strong point. Um, I, I think that if you got a new machine, you might as well take advantage of the protection from Microsoft uh, up until probably oh, a month or so before your, your computer's out of warranty. And then I would be suggesting to people that it might be time to be looking at a commercial package. And, uh, Doug, uh, what about uh, uh, Linux machines? Do you need virus protection if you're running Linux? You can actually get virus protection. I don't send a Linux machine out, out of my place with anything because it's just so secure. But it really depends on the user. If the user is exposing the operating system, which is quite difficult in Linux, but if they're going to a lot of the gaming sites where they're actually opening up the ports and opening up IRQs uh, to do gaming, then it might be a good idea. But as a rule, I would say, no, I don't think it's necessary. 
All right, from our text line at 818-807-81807. If you have a text for Doug, we're on for another uh, few minutes until 1.30 today. Then our Twins coverage begins ahead of uh, the Twins and Orioles. A rare doubleheader. Not a day-night doubleheader. This is just back-to-back games uh, coming up here on CCO. Doug, which Linux OS most resembles Windows 7? Uh what would you recommend for a machine that was maybe running Windows 7, something similar? Well, I would be looking at Linux Lite because that has the, the XFCE desktop, and it just looks and feels like Windows. Uh, you can also get the XFCE desktop environment for Linux Mint, and those two really cover nearly every computer that I work on. But there are many distributions, and that's getting to be kind of a competitive portion of the Linux distributions as well. They're striving to to gain elegance. They're striving to gain more and more attraction towards the, the visuals. But I think those two, especially if somebody's new, start out with Linux Lite, test out Linux Mint, and as you know, nearly every distribution of Linux, you can download and create a live USB or a live DVD. Now, it's not going to run as fast as it does if it's installed on your hard drive, but at least you can get a feel if it's going to cooperate with your hardware and how it's going to run on the Internet. And it really is a no-brainer today to just download it and try it. It's a wonderful, wonderful solution. Quick break. We'll have more with Doug in a moment. It is Tech Talk, an abbreviated program today ahead of our Twins coverage. They were rained out Friday night. Twins and Orioles coming up. A traditional double header with the pregame show at 2.30 with Chris Atterbury. First pitch of game one at 3.10. Jose Barrios will be on the mound. It is 119 here at CCO. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio until the bottom of the hour. We'll have an update on the weather. We'll get our Twins coverage started on this Saturday. Twins and Orioles, two today. They're going to play two at Oriole Park at Camden Yards uh, here on the CCO. All right, Doug, uh, let's go to the text line here. How do you get rid of the pop-ups that don't go away when I use uh, any type of program? I have Windows 10. I don't know if it's coming from uh, the browser. What what do I do to get rid of pop-ups? You know, interestingly enough, Steve, I am getting a lot of these calls. And what I'm finding in almost every person I connect to remotely and take a look, these pop-ups, they're not on their computer. They're coming from inside the browser. And that's even happening in Chrome and Firefox. And what I've discovered is by downloading and installing the Brave browser, B-R-A-V-E dot com, Uh, You can eliminate most of these because that has this built-in blocker that is actually invisible to many of the websites. So if, especially with um, some folks that have been connected to Facebook a lot for quite a while, and they've got a a, a actual record and tracking these people's devices. So I'm really, really excited that the Brave browser is addressing this. And that would be my first, first attempt. B-R-A-V-E dot com. And it's a wonderful browser. Download it. Get into the settings. Get it set up the way you want. Learn the things inside. And I'm sure that you will like it. Yeah. And Doug, uh, remember multiple browsers are always a good thing. We bring it up 
Uh, Firefox, Google Chrome are a must. You brought up Brave as being another one. They're free. It's not a big deal to have several browsers available. Oh, exactly. And, of course, uh, Vivaldi, uh, one of the original creators of Opera, uh, broke out on his own now. So we've got Opera and, and Vivaldi, two more top, top-shelf browsers. Um, even Samsung's getting into the browser business now. They're putting out their own web browser on every phone uh, throughout their whole thing. So, yeah, this is, a, this is a big, big business. And I don't know how many times people call me, and I can't quite get to them the minute they call, and I say, well, try this browser and just keep it going until we can connect up. They switch browsers, and in one browser it didn't work, and in the other one it does. It, Having multiple browsers on every machine is absolutely crucial today. Doug, uh, what about uh, what what comes after Windows 10? From our text line, will there be a Windows 11? What's, what's going on? Yeah, you know, this is really strange what's happening here. I think we're, they're probably going to lose the term 10, and they're coming out with two builds per year. These aren't just updates. These are actual feature and media builds. Um, we've gone from 1607 to 1700 and through the 1700 series, and now we're at all the way up to 1809. And for people to check which build they have, uh, they just have to open up a run box and type in W-I-N-V-E-R. And interestingly enough, in Microsoft, instead of trying to push out updates to every computer in the continental United States or the planet, for that matter, it's like they're staggering it. I still find computers that are in build 1700s and some in the early 1800s. And, of course, lo and behold, all of a sudden, one day they'll be up to 1809. So I, I think it's going to lose the term 10, but I don't know if we're actually going to see Microsoft doing this huge production of, oh, it's a brand new operating system. But who knows what they're going to do? There, there really isn't a whole lot of rumors about an 11, but this is a, a good question. I wish we knew which direction they were going. I, I, I wish I had a better answer. Just keep an eye on the build version. That's really the most important. Well, and there are so many competitors have had to deal with uh, Apple products and Macs for a long time. But uh, it, it, it seems to me uh, Chromebooks are, are gaining an even stronger foothold that, that people like the ease and the, the fact that most people are doing stuff online anyway. Oh, yeah, you know, you really can't say enough about that. And, and you and I, we've spent a, a lot of time talking about how inexpensive the Chromebooks are and, the, and that kind of thing. But when you take a Chrome operating system and you put it onto a beefy computer, something that's got an Intel i5 quad or an Intel i5-7, and you combine that with a 6,420-gig uh, SSD drive, it's amazing, the performance of these things. So, yeah, let's not, uh, let's not be counting out Google Chrome OS just yet. Yeah, I was uh, browsing at Best Buy not that long ago, and, and they still have beautiful Chromebooks, really nice equipment from name brands, and, and HP, Asus, you name it, in the two to $300 range. This is really nice equipment. 
Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, you don't have to spend big money to have a nice computer anymore. And the advantage to a Chrome operating system is your operating system is always new. And I'm really kind of glad that you mentioned that you upgraded your storage uh, at Google. This really is unbelievably low cost and safe. Uh, and when you purchase a Chromebook, if I'm not mistaken, you automatically get 100 gigabytes of storage with that account for one year. So, yeah, it's dirt cheap. Way to go. It really is the way to go. Yeah, a lot of great options out there, a lot of great equipment out there. And uh, it, it's just one of those. I, I've, I've had a Chromebook now for a number of years. The, the same piece of equipment, I've taken it with me. I brought it to the Final Four. Um, the, the thing's just been great. The, the, the battery's hanging in there. Well, uh, I can't say enough. And at the time, I dropped uh, 250 bucks on it, and it's an HP, and it's got a, a big uh, monitor on it. It's, it. it's really been fantastic. Yeah, they're tough to beat, Steve. They really are tough to beat. Um, when you take a look at what you get for what you pay, they're amazing machines. All right, Doug, uh, we've got to run. Thanks for the time today. Uh, we'll have you back in studio real soon when the twin schedule allows. Uh, by the way, your phone number and email. Ah, thank you so much. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And thank you so much for squeezing me in today, Steve. All right, Doug, have a great day, and we'll talk again soon. You bet. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.